All right, guys, and we are back. back for everybody on the podcast. Welcome back to another motherfucking lit ass episode. Okay, another lit ass week for everybody on the live. What's goody? Y'all okay. already know what you need. You need your blunt. You need your drink. You need your wine. You need your whatever you need. This ain't wine, get, but it do look like it, don't it? Right. Get your snacks too. If you got some chips, pass them along because that's my Sharon favorite. Sharon is Karen. I just got off work. You know what I'm saying? Don't be stingy. So. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's segment. Of course, we're not going to keep you guys waiting. As usual, you got your girl, Niana. And you already know, it's your baby, Devin Ty, coming to you all the way live with a dude, the cat. And real quick, it looks like Treyway 25, like my man Treyway talking about something. He said he coming back with Flag on the Play, y'all. Oh, flag on the Play with Treyway. He's hey. back next week. Okay. okay. Let me find newlyweds, the Kennedys. Yes. Shout out to the Kennedys 2K19. They will be back next week. We got to yes. give them some time to enjoy being married. Married, okay. Yes. And you guys, if you do want to hit them up and send them any love, you can hit them up on at Sadie's Benz on yes. social media, IG, Facebook, all that yeah. And Treyway underscore oh Treyway215 underscore underscore underscore. He changed it on us. Let me yeah, find out. Treyway. So we have the update there for y'all on the podcast because we told the live a little something different. So we gotta update everybody. Yes. You feel me? You gotta bring everybody on deck. And my sister was a beautiful ass bride. Yes. Let's, let's talk yes. about it. Shout out to them because we're gonna awesome. start off our intro by segueing because we titled the last episode the kennedys. kennedys 2k19 so this week we're gonna go ahead and start off with talking about how beautiful the goddamn wedding was okay yes. they looked amazing my brother so went beautiful. on freaking instagram flashing his ring talking about something it felt good and i bet it did okay. i am here for it okay i am so here for it my sister Looked like a thousand motherfucking bucks on the beach. My looking baby was incredible. Out here okay, with the destination wedding. I said yes, mama. Destination. Okay, yes, just amazing, amazing. I love it. I'm I love here it. for it. Shout out to Sadie's and Trey. You guys are incredible, and we love y'all so yes. much. And okay? we miss you guys on the show, yes, but we, we understand so that much. life happens. So do your thing. Yes, and. Keep that floor there. Yes. And we and we shall see y'all very, very soon. Yes. Okay. Now today's episode is called Hustle and Motivate. And today is Nipsey Hustle's birthday. So shout out to a real motherfucker, neighborhood nip. Okay. We go first start off with a moment of silence as we do. And we have to give one for him. First and foremost, hustle and motivate, bitches. Hustle and respect. motherfucking motivate. Okay, <laughs> respect. I had to get that out the okay. way. I'm sorry. That respect was on my heart. <laughs> <laughs> my, if we're gonna talk about favorite moments from Nick, I would have to say that that motherfucking fight at the BT Awards or the Lakers game. The Lakers game Bitch. <laughs> was my favorite moment from Nick. Okay, that baby, was my favorite moment. My baby had to swing no hands, but the way he hopped up, you just knew he was about some smoke. Everybody you said know. it. Everybody said it. You don't want that problem. And then on top of that, my if we're going to talk about favorite songs, I would have to say um, Double Up is my favorite song. Double, Double Up I'll is double probably up. my favorite song from Nip. Now, I love that song. I would have to go for as far as my favorite song from Nip. I'm torn between either Hustle and Motivate. Love that song. That Smush. Or the Victory Lap track itself. Like, yes. that track is so powerful. Mm-hmm. The beat, like, he he knew something was up with that song. And I really, really love that he did that. Because that he song is absolutely was amazing. Fact. And he know, he named the album Victory Lap. Dedication. That's that yeah. shit with Kendrick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My Definitely favorite. let us know what you guys' favorite song is. Favorite Nipsey moment? 
I mean, she took my Lakers doing so. I mean, Yo, Nipsey, when he, my baby hopped up so quick, ready to What's go. What's up? But my favorite moment is when he showed he was really about that action. When he smacked both the BT Awards. Yes. Stop playing with my baby. Stop playing last with Last time that, that I checked. Yes, and last time that I checked. That what? song go That hard. song makes me want to crib walk so fucking bad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, see. No, no, no. See, she got it because I can't crib walk for <laughs> shit. She got it. <laughs> She's doing it for me. No, grinding all my life. That Grinding all my life is That my song shit. hits my spirit in a whole nother way. Yeah, that's my shit. But if I'm going to talk throwback like not even necessarily throwback but something from like a different project if you were mine or four in the morning off the crenshaw Ooh, if you were mine is if that y'all know word that, if y'all remember the crenshaw mixtape i'm sorry album he released it as an album let me yep. l- let me put some respect on his name that shit went hard that whole crenshaw project it slept severely facts fact on fact <laughs> and nip happy g day my happy dude. c happy day g- happy g day happy all that it's it's nothing but blue we should have wore blue today. I don't know why we didn't wear Nipsey blue right I now. I fucked up. Not we fucked up. Yeah, that's on us. You know what I'm saying? But we go keep right, this though. show rocking right, and rolling. We Shout out to Nip. We manifesting all money in. Yes, we manifesting all money in. We all already money got it. out. Just like my man Nip always said, all money in, baby, always. Yep. So with that being said, respect. Happy birthday, my G. And we're gonna keep it moving right along with this yes. intro. Now, also, Quavo will be um, partnering with um, Marginal Media Marginal Works Media and Works. Imagine Entertainment to create uh, an, an Atlanta-based, well, to well to create an Atlanta trap music-inspired animated series for kids ages eight through nine. I don't see anything wrong with it. If y'all right, want to have with shows, being a real person and a parent. I'm not about to have my kid listening to trap music. That's it's one. Now you two, know BMO. They're not going to have like real like Migos in the kitchen with twisted like a But two, I just feel like that's just... It's already enough with our kids not being kids nowadays. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for them to not have music that we had growing up, which was child-friendly music, it, it don't have to sound like what mom and dad is listening to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, it's just I think certain that's the shit goal of it. that I don't really agree with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here for the whole, you know, getting everybody on your wave. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, when it comes down to kids, it's kind of a touchy subject. Because now in, in today's society, our kids are already not able to be kids. You know what I'm saying? So now it's just a whole nother way to take something that's child friendly and make it more adult like you know what i'm saying like and it, it's it, i don't personally agree with it because i'm a parent and because i know that that's not how i'm raising my child you know what i'm saying like at all so for me it's just i probably wouldn't let my child watch it and that's just me personally for the ratchets go ahead but for me i personally feel like my child needs to listen to disney channel music you know what i'm saying Dis- yeah. for, for child friendly music yeah, but it doesn't need a trap beat i'm sorry it <laughs> don't uh, I don't agree with that. I don't know. I mean, I personally, I feel like if you're going to take it in the, in the right direction, if it's executed the right way, this could be a smart franchise. This could be very, very smart. It, it could be a good move. Mm-hmm. However, I do see where you and certain parents come from. Like, you know, like y'all don't want everything supposed to your child. Cool. Some parents feel like, hey, if it's a, if you're not talking about drugs and you're talking about math, but it got a trap beat behind it. Hey, my kid ain't listening to the stuff i'm listening to necessarily mm-hmm. so do your thug fizzle if it's a trap song and they talk about the scientific method bro i can't get mad at that 
No, we can't That's get mad at it. It's just the whole point of it's not necessarily but, that he's doing anything wrong. Right. It's the point of how society is moving with our kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like instead of making it a beat and you producing child friendly music, you're now incorporating trap music into it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would I would have agreed more if you were partnering with them and you were making child friendly music that just had a child's beat with it that was just child friendly. I could agree with that more. I will only draw the parallels. But with I, this. I, I I can't get with that. I will only draw the parallels with this only because he's not the first person to do something like this. Mm-hmm. You, like you feel if me? it's something like for like, me Motel Magic. That is an incredible show. You're taking music that we grew up with that actually can be child friendly. It doesn't have a grown beat to it, a beat that makes you want to shake your ass and all kinds of other shit to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that people want to make it so that way the parents feel comfortable with watching the show with their kids and shit like that. And I understand all of that. But it's a certain degree that people are taking things when it comes to these kids and everybody wants everything to be acceptable. Certain things are just not acceptable. And and it's just the way that we're making society and accepting everything that everybody's throwing out there. Right. Now our kids are growing up in a society where it's too fucking grown. It really is. I shouldn't be seeing four-year-olds talking about fucking their parents getting their taxes back. You know what I'm saying? And that's because of what you guys are creating and letting be acceptable, especially those who don't have kids. Oh, well, it's okay. I don't see a problem with it because you're not a parent. You don't understand the magnitude of teaching your child the right way. You don't understand the magnitude that those beats have the effect on your child mentally, subconsciously. It's not so much as the conscious level or or just what you see or what is uh, acceptable out here. It's subconsciously what you're telling your child is that it is okay to listen to this kind of music and to be in that kind of spotlight. You know what I'm saying? That and 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 that again. All they have to look up to are these rappers and shit like that. They don't have anything else. Most of these kids don't talk about being doctors. They don't talk about being lawyers. They don't talk about being something that is impactful in another way they want to be rappers they want and then it's just society feeding into that this is all you have to be you know what i'm saying like i don't agree with that personally being a mother i don't want my daughter listening to that and even if it has a educational meaning behind it i'm very big on my child being a child for as long as she can be she's not listening to the music i listen to or listening to anything with a beat that it resembles what i listen to you know what I'm saying? Because she's a child. It's 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 two differences. I feel like it's too much of trying to let these kids be grown. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, being a parent. I don't. I, I would feel more comfortable if he was doing this and making child books, child-friendly music, child... You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it that way... I'm cool with that, but you trying to put trap music behind it, it, I can't I can't get behind that. Especially being as though the meaning behind trap music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. deeper that than does that. Shift the dynamic a little it's deeper than that. It's deeper than just that surface level of trying to make everything acceptable. It's deeper than that. So I want y'all to really think about what y'all accept and what y'all let go when it comes down to certain shit. Yes. And people are just, oh, it's not a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. They already don't have no toys R us. They have no toys. They have nothing. Right. And now you're putting trap music in their shows. Come on. I can't agree with that. I can't get behind it. I'm so here for the Migos, but I can't get behind that. 
Now, Missy Elliott, just to change the dynamic, okay, because Missy Elliott is receiving the MTV Vanguard Award, as she should have been. It should have been happening. That should have been happened. But Why did J-Lo get it before Missy? Like I'm saying, but again, like I'm going to say to to you again for the podcast and and for the live, just like I said in our private conversation earlier, if they would have done Missy... Years ago, before they did Beyonce, or before they did Justin Timberlake, or even before they did J-Lo with fucking Rihanna, I feel like they would have fucked it up and rushed the shit and gave us a half-ass fucking thing. Which then, is then you would have been on social media going to fuck off and snapping on every fucking body. It's and facts. And everybody to fuck But off. I feel like if you guys yes. are going to give the Vanguard Award out, stop just giving it out to everybody. Because right. this is exactly why the culture is but not supporting y'all. Also, timing is everything. That's so true. Now there's more female rappers and more female singers who can appropriately do the tribute for Missy because back then if back back in the years when you and I were first discussing this very topic there was no fucking body around but Nicki Minaj and I wouldn't have wanted to see that so let's be real now that there's more female singers female rappers but not even just that that, just like going back to our conversation from earlier it's it wasn't just Nicki Minaj out there that's just who was pushed. That's the, you know what I'm but saying. That's what I'm saying. So, she would have been the only one standing up there doing the fucking yeah, tribute. And don't and nobody like, want to see that. And we'd have been like, I definitely don't want Nicki to rap any Missy Elliott songs. And I'm saying that on this podcast. And I'm being real. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear I'm it. I'm glad that we have more talent that can help bring to life and pay homage to what Missy did. Because to be honest, I don't want to see Nicki Minaj in a fucking Absolutely trash not. bag type of outfit Absolutely like that not. super duper fly. You 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 know who I wouldn't mind seeing doing that? Lizzo. I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't Dreezy. mind seeing Lizzo, I mind seeing but not even people. just Lizzo. But who's the other girl that um, Cardi B has shouted out? I know um, exactly who you're talking about. Rhapsody, or um, and you're talking about the bigger girl who's T- on. Uh, 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 what's her name? T Wack or something like that. Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack. That's Philly. She could have did it. That's Philly. Tierra Wack could do that shit perfectly. Perfectly. Exactly. And my thing is, it's not so much of the timing, like not negating what you're saying. Because that's a fact. The timing is everything. My thing is, though, when y'all give these awards out, there's way more legends that could have deserved that deserved that award versus yeah. a fucking Justin Timberlake or fucking Jennifer Lopez. They both did not deserve that award. Period. I will be completely clear. I will be completely real. Justin Timberlake is great at what he does, but he's a culture vulture too. So uh, we're gonna call the spade spade on this podcast. Yeah. At the end is. of the day, um, when it comes down to videos and shit like that. There were more dynamic people who deserved that award before those two ever could have got one. Right. And so when it Especially comes down to... the way that Missy changed the way that we look at exactly. music videos, period. She was the one who really incorporated a lot of early days special effects and CGI. All the shit that y'all love yep. Marvel and DC and all these motherfuckers for right now, you need to be giving credit to to, to Missy Elliott and all of her video directors. And y'all mad. I said Y'all it. mad I fucking said at it. those Smiths not supporting the Grammys and shit like that. But understand that when we're looking at things, and this is coming from entertainers, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, this is coming from entertainers too. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're entertainers as well. So this is coming from people who study the game. When you are literally watching these award shows, and I hate to say it this way, but white supremacists who run these companies, when you have them... Call Spade a Spade. Call Spade a Spade. Nicki Minaj called it out. When you sit there and you have them running these shows and you give these awards to certain people who do not deserve it, such as Jennifer Lopez, her videos are trash. Okay, First she never all, deserved that shit and her music is trash. You, were you stole it, everything from Ashanti. That's what I was We're calling everything the you fuck out. Should've, okay? should've, if we were going to do a Vanguard award for any fucking body, if it should have been, been Ashanti. It should have been Ashanti. Period. If we're good, the, the, that was just who sang the music. 
That was J-Lo's voice for the first eight years, pretty much. Let's be real. Uh, not, Ashanti, not necessarily because they kept Ashanti's voice on maybe. most of them songs Ashanti's that Ashanti was on. still getting royalty checks to this they day. Can, and that's what y'all albums. don't know is that Ashanti's voice is on all those hooks. Ashanti's voice is on some all of those verses and the backgrounds. Fuck y'all mean. So Ashanti should have got the Vanguard Award, not Jennifer Lopez, because she did no work. Now, at the end of the day, right. when you're throwing and out... videos were really impactful from none, her fucking career. The only none. one that really made a wave was like Get that Right. Was, yes, period. Bitch. That's the only one. Period. Yes, So you, you can't sit there and give these awards to people who do not deserve them because then we start the tune out. You don't give a fuck about what's real out here or what really is impactful or who really deserves these awards. You're just giving this shit to anybody who's sucking your dick. And I'm Pretty calling much. it what it is. Pretty much. And the thing is this. And the thing is this. You know, just to really make the point that I wanted to make. When they did the Beyonce Vanguard Award, notice who did Beyonce's tribute. Beyonce! Who the fuck else? When Rihanna had did hers, notice who did hers. Just her. My thing is this. If you are really going to pay the proper homage and pay the proper tribute and all that shit, yes, I do feel like... Certain people should have been put at the list behind Missy. Absolutely. However, if you're going to do it now, and after all the campaign that all that all of her fans have done, because we've been on social media campaigning for this for years. <laughs> I, I, I can pull my if Twitter up. If you're a real podcast listener, we have been saying this. I, I can pull my Twitter up and even go back to find old posts that we made in 2017, 2016, before we even started thinking about this fucking podcast. Yes. Where we we've were been saying talking about that Missy deserves this. the Vanguard Award. We've been talking about this, because, it, because if, if anybody personifies the idea... It's called the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Michael Jackson innovated the record industry. He innovated right. music videos. He innovated music for black artists, period. And you can fight me on that. I said what I said. He did. However, your videos, now, your black videos would not be on these platforms. If without wasn't him. We wouldn't even have half of these fucking platforms if it weren't for him pushing that boundary with Billie Jean on MTV. <coughs> now, and Soulja Boy. And Soulja Boy with YouTube. All hail Young Draco. Now, what I'm trying to say is, Missy... On the female artist tip, on the female rapper tip, on the rapper tip, fucking period. Missy was one of those people that really got the respect as far as the creative control and the creative license that you want to do. Y'all that want to do all these crazy visuals and graphics and shit with your videos now, people would have never let you do that shit 20 years ago. You know who broke that barrier down for you? Missy. Because rappers back then were only rapping with bitches with their asses shaking, drugs on the scene, guns being How many of y'all have seen... Talented as kids, and mind you, I'm a I'm a choreographer. I am a real dancer. I watch little kids dance all the time, and I have mad people who want me to teach their children. How many of you guys have seen any of these artists with kids who are talented as fuck dancing in their videos besides Unforgettable? Go ahead, I'll wait. Other and like, I mean really fucking it up like Missy had. And wait, 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 let me put a tighter definition on what you just said. That's not doing challenges based on the song on some social media shit. So take out the In My Feelings, take out Uproar, take out Act Up, take out all them songs that came with a video inspired by a fucking challenge. Now go ahead, I'll wait. Missy was an innovator. And is in every an word, innovator. In every sense of the word. She innovated. And just so y'all period. know, she definitely talked Aaliyah off of a fucking ledge. Y'all know how y'all favorite era of Aaliyah is 96 through the time of her death? You want to know why that is? Missy. Missy and Timbaland. Hmm. Well, moving right along, just to wrap up the intro, Hot Girl Summer makes iTunes history as the first female hip-hop collaboration to hit number one as a female rapper. This makes me so fucking happy. The wall has been fucking 
lifted. Now, not necessarily because we'll get into the drama and tea about it, but yes, there are politics. When, but it did. But what it a did great hit fucking achievement! Great. What a great fucking achievement! But we'll get into the drama about it right after Throwback Thursday. So y'all stay tuned. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Now what we're gonna do right here is go back, go back, way back, way back, back into time. All y'all the way already back. know what it is. Welcome back to Throwback Thursday with your baby Devin Ty, all the way live in the mix. Okay, so. I'm going to just kick this off, fact on fact. So I'm going to just kick this off with some of the simpler things, you know what I mean, real, real quick. Happy happy 80th, today is literally the 80th anniversary of the premiere of The Wizard of Oz, for all of you who did not know. Literally (laughs) 80 goddamn years of this one movie being on TV for every Christmas, every Easter, every weekend when they're bored, when they feel like it, The Wizard of Oz. Oh, tell shit. me you have not tell me you how many times have y'all watched the wizard of oz in your childhood first of all how many times have y'all been grown high or drunk be honest scrolling through your tv and you just happen to catch that shit on you be like damn that shit on still and i'll damn. sit there and watch it <laughs> i will too that's the fucked up part with my stupid ass i'd be high as hell like just staring at the colors of emerald city and shit like damn Whoa. this shit nice this shit why did i live in emerald city she's got a poppy nice. field and shit First of all, can we talk but about the Wiz th- is better? But you the know, the Wiz is better. But I, how 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 did how did we miss the reference that they tried to put in there about the poppy flowers in the goddamn Wizard of Oz? Y'all knew that shit wasn't right when you grew up and you saw that shit again. The poppy flowers. Y'all know what that poppy opium niggas. Okay, you Sm- knew what the opium. Smack. Like stop playing. Smack. They tried it. They tried it. You see Hollywood and how they do certain. Sh- they, they be trying to sneak it. little shit in. They little tried Vanessa. it, but I'm not even about to focus on all that. Like the Marvel movies, they had the but ch- we won't go to that. Yo, Marvel behind some shit. Next week, I they might be have- telling you who you really are. Next week, we might actually have to talk about that. But this week, we still on the shit. Now, here's my thing. What's your favorite song off The Wizard of Oz? Because I know for me, it's the song that I love to sing to my boyfriend whenever he's a dumbass. If only you had a brain. Honestly, <laughs> I don't have a favorite song from The Wizard of Oz because really? I didn't really... I like that one, but I'm a Wiz no, fan. The Wiz. So the my favorite, favorite song is, the Wiz is "You Can't you Win." Can win. Fuck you, mean? We might get this bitch. You can't be given, and you can't get out of the game. What? That shit goes stupid. Or Miss One. <laughs> yeah. And their whole song was so hot. No. Like the whole thing. He's no. on down. He's on down. Yes. Or, or yes. Baby. What? What? What could I do? If I could feel amazing. <laughs> that movie is my shit. But The Wizard of Oz still holds a special place in my heart because that that whole story about being whisked away to this dope ass land and stuff. It, it's just so freaking cool. And it was awesome to watch. Like, I mean, I still love the graphics from the original Emerald City and all that stuff. The Wizard's Emerald City is my shit. <laughs> the Wizard's Emerald City. Woo! Stop for you to started. All right, anyway. I, I had to pay my respects. And plus, I love Judy Garland. Like, that's still, as far as, like, them old school actresses from back in the day, like, them old, old ones, that's still my baby. Because I watched a few of her movies, and that's still my boo. And that was her first joint, so I always got to show love to my baby Judy. That's just how that go. So, happy 80th anniversary to that. And August 9th was Bernie Mac's birthday. Happy birthday to my man. Happy birthday to a real motherfucker. Okay, since we over (laughs) here... 
Okay, listen, we're gonna pay dues to all the real niggas today. We just, okay. If we're gonna pay love the nip, we're gonna pay love the Bernie. Fuck you talking Let's about. Not, and and, and for me, it. I'm gonna be real. I'm a real Bernie fan. Yes. And it's still for me, it's hard to believe that he's dead oh, after mm-hmm. all these years. I still be feeling like he's still here, like still watching his show, still watching certain shit. Yes. It's stand up. I still laugh shit. at the milk I, and cookies like it was like yeah, that shit the milk and cookies. <laughs> downstairs <laughs> i ain't got no name <laughs> i ain't got no name or something <laughs> i fucking love bernie, bernie mac, mac oh my god was the motherfucking man okay regardless no. of whatever happened whatever anybody he's, say he, whatever he's one of my top he's, he's one nigga. of my top five stand-up comedians of all time mm-hmm. period his period. shit was so real and so funny and he didn't care about being politically correct Who or cares? saying all the right shit. Who cares? He was here for us. We don't care about that now. He was here for us. He yes. did it for the culture. Everything yes, he, he did, did he did it for the did. culture. And Bernie Mac was a real one. I miss him. Bernie Mac was a real one. You know what's funny, guys? I always have some weird story for how I end up hearing about somebody passing away. This is no goddamn exception. The night before this man died, I was watching the Bernie Mac show, and I don't remember what episode it was, but the episode ended with the Alexander O'Neill song, If You Were Here Tonight. If any of you guys know that episode, please send it to me so I can rewatch that joint, because it now when I think about it, it's like, damn. Like, I watched that episode literally right before I went to sleep. And then when I woke up, the first thing I heard from my mom was Bernie Mac died. That shit was crazy. I'm telling you, this shit has been happening to me my whole I life. I just hate the fact that he's gone. Like, that shit just still fucks with me. I still never accepted it, clearly. Yeah, I didn't accept it. Yeah, like, I still am like... Because even saying R.I.P. Bernie Mac did. like, what? What? But then again, it's like one of them things that happened so long ago that it's like, nigga, you don't... When I found out, I was like, "You're a fucking lying. This a fucking joke. This another. This another fucking hoax." I was. I I thought it was some bullshit. My mom was like, "You kind of taking this a little hard." I said, "Mom, you literally just told me that one of my favorite comedians is dead." Yeah, that was hard. That was my nigga. He used to make me laugh. But the only death, and I don't care who talk about me, I don't care. The only death that I cried at was Michael's. Because that's the only death that really fucking affected me. You know what's crazy? I am a real fucking singer. The fact that I will never be able to work with that man fucked me up. Yo, the <laughs> fact that I can never ever write a song like, for that man breaks my goat. fucking heart. The I wanted goat. to write a song for him. When I learned that Marsha Ambrose just wrote Butterflies and then gave it, and, and then he ended up get, getting a hold of that shit, I wanted to write a song for him. So the fact that I can't. Man, that's the only off. death that I really took hard. The rest of them, I really didn't take hard. Except for Whitney. Whitney fucked me up. I'm not this gonna bitch, lie. This bitch lying. She cried when Prince died. She was crying. That yes, was she mom. Did. No, you cried a little. You was crying. Like, you had tears in your eyes. When, like, you were crying when I came to the car when you picked me up from work that day. I was bawling. I was tripping. I was grieving. Mom was tripping. She was bawling. She was grieving. You let some tears fall that day. And I was I like, I remember what? that. You did. And I was actually shocked. Because Prince really no. didn't impact me for real. I remembered it only because that doesn't happen. And you were just like, that shit just sucked. Like, he was a real one. Like, this yeah, the, the way that he died was crazy. Like you were just like this fucked up, fam, and you was like batting your eyes. I was like, bro. Yeah, look, the way I'm he died was crazy. For, I'm crying for the but both that, of us. That, that but that definitely didn't affect me much. Me. I was actually kind of shocked. But Whitney, Whitney fucked me up. Whitney fucked it me took, up. It took it took it took a Being minute. Even though that's somebody for I Whitney studied hit me. all my life, it took a minute for Whitney to hit me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, Whitney took me a minute to actually comprehend i had to do a lot of research on her death first because i was like no she's not dead like it, for me she's the real idol for me even and when so I, found out that she died. I took her too even after the funeral i was still i was still in disbelief and then ray j ray j made me mad that whole time stop, i don't even want to get stop. into it because y'all know i don't like him we're gonna move on okay listen we're gonna move right along happy birthday to my real man the g and bernie mac is okay. still the goat 
And y'all better still watch the Bernie Mac show. Fuck wrong with you. Yes. Anyway, fun fact of the day. I just have a little, I, I just learned a couple tidbits. I just learned a little tidbit today and it kind of fucked me up a little bit. All right. So how many of y'all 90s babies are familiar with, with the name Tim Curry? You should be very, depending on what the fuck you grew up watching. Okay. For those of y'all who like musicals and weird shit and crazy fun shit. Oh, Cats was my shit. That's still my shit. Lord, bitch. Cats is that shit. Bitch, they're doing a movie about Cats. I know. I almost cried. Me too. The nostalgia. Me too. Me too. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. No, guys. Tim Curry was not in Cats. Tim Curry was in the Rocky Picture Horror Show. Yes. He was the one wearing the makeup, the black, all black, everything, the leather. I forget his name right now. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's Tim Curry. Yes, indeed. And I wasn't this, into that. Oh my God, she said I know yes. Cats, right? I'm done. So, not <laughs> only that, soldier. which kind of fucked me up because that's my shit. And I was like, okay, I never knew that that's what this nigga. But carry on. This nigga made me afraid of clowns and everything related to fucking circuses for the next twenty years of my <laughs> life. As it, yo, from the miniseries. Just a little segue. So if for you're some- a nineties baby and you hate clowns. Thank Tim Curry for that. Just a Go little ahead with your bullshit so I can get ready to Hadouken. <coughs> Just for y'all to get a little insight on us, okay? Now, we've known each other for like 10 years, okay? And it's really been that fucking long. Yeah, so I know that this is a fear of hers. You feel me? She don't fuck with clowns. No, fuck me? that nigga, dog. So fuck I turned it. around Pennywise. and I knew her Tell password her to her phone one day right no she pissed me off so she went to the bathroom no she earned this and i changed the background of her phone to a clown i changed her home screen to a clown um when she went into the search engine it was a clown picture pulled up already now you you guys want to know what's funny about all and the lock screen was a clown too now you guys want to know what's funny about this whole goddamn story that makes this bitch way more sadistic than you think she is they were all different fucking pictures They were all different clowns. I said, how the fuck did you have the time to do this? I just went to pee. And I changed her picture on Instagram to a clown. And they were all different. Bro. Bro. Before I stab you with this fucking pen. They were all scary too. Shut up. Scary as shit. Shut up. Before I stab you with this fucking pen. I'm going to put you through that fucking wall. Leave me alone. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, yes. So you can thank Tim Curry if you hate clowns like I do. Yeah. You can thank Tim Curry for that shit. Now, if you grew up watching Nickelodeon as a 90s kid and you loved the Wild Thornberries, I love you would be the very Wild pleased to know that Tim Curry had a very great impact on your childhood as the voice of Nigel, the what? father. Yes. His voice was weird as shit. So depending on what your taste was growing up as a 90s kid, whether you liked musicals and you were into the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I know that you fucking watch because that Feed Me Seymour shit is your fucking part. Bitch, leave me alone. Whether you are afraid of clowns or you like horror films like I do. Yes, I hate clowns, but I love horror films. So yes, it falls in this category. Low Shop of Horrors is definitely classic. And if you love... And if you love Nickelodeon, like I do... I know you watched. I know you watched the Wild Thornberry, so I know he had a great. What was your favorite show from '90s, Nick? Let us know. And what was your favorite Tim Curry role? That was my little fun fact of the day. What was your favorite Tim Curry role? Because it's fun to know. Now moving on to the fucking steak and potatoes of everything, because that was not it. Welcome to my new mini segment. What's beef? And we're gonna (laughs) kick this bad boy off. 
with the mother of all hip hop beefs. I don't care. Ah, to me, this is shit. the number one hip hop beef. You can fight me on this. You can it see is. your mom about this one. And I've been doing a lot of research on this, so, so I'm we're excited. We're gonna have fun on this one. We're gonna tag team on this. One. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. I'm excited. Guys, are y'all ready? We are going to tell the story. Jay Z and Nas. Jay Z and Nas and their beef. Welcome to Throwback Thursdays. What's beef, motherfucker? What's beef? Hey. Uh, what's beef, motherfucker? What's beef? All right. Uh, what's beef, motherfucker? So, what's beef? Ew. We gonna Turn get right that. on into this and start with the win. This beef began 94? Or was it late 93 going into 94? It was pretty much uh, 94. Okay, so pretty much around the time that, the, uh, that Nas and Biggie's first albums dropped. Because Biggie is involved in this beef. Now, to be honest, I don't care who got a problem. I've been researching this uh, for a long time, okay? And not only that, I've listened to all of this, okay? <clears throat> we do our research right At here, the people. end of the day, Jay was trash back then, and I'm going to say it. Full album, not good. Not good. Couple hits, but full album, trash. And I'm going to say it, okay? Nas was out doing that motherfucker by a long shot, okay? Right. Now, the thing going on at the time... As everybody knew, the title of King of New York belonged to Biggie. Mm-hmm. That was undisputed. That was period, right. without a doubt. Biggie was the King of New York, period. Yes, indeed. Period. So, with that being said, of course, you know, Nas still dropped his Illmatic album, which did incredibly well. You know, right. it definitely put him on the map. It was a very solid, very well put together album. Right. So, there goes that. And Biggie's album, of course, we know what Ready to Die was. That shit is a hip-hop classic. Amazing. Those, both albums are considered hip-hop classics. Amazing. And I'm so proud to be from that birth year. <laughs> what, with great music Little like baby. that? Fuck you me. We out here. <laughs> so, going into that, um, there was pretty much some tension with Jay and Nas going only because it was something along the lines of they wanted to work. Jay wanted to work with Nas. Yeah, they wanted to work together. Now, Jay real emotional. And I'm going to call it like it is. I don't care. I love him. Okay? I, I love him. Don't, don't, don't get it misconstrued. Okay? We love him around here. But this is just facts. Okay? Now, he was emotional throughout this entire beef. Okay? okay. And we're going to talk about how emotional it got. Now, when it started... They wanted to work. He wanted to work with him, but Nas was doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? He right. wasn't really paying no attention to the shits. So he was just moving. You know what I'm saying? At the time, Nas was a real hood motherfucker. So right. he's still playing the streets, just like Jay still playing the streets. They right. just doing shit on different in different boroughs. Okay, right, in different hoods. So they're doing shit differently. Point blank. Okay. Now, he's moving one way, he's moving this way. They're not really communicating. Moving along. Couple years later. Biggie ends up dying. Biggie ends up dying. And the title of King of New York ends up becoming vacant. It was so vacant. It so Jay decided that he wanted to claim it in his song. So he drops a song and he's like, bigging up Biggs, but then talking about the title is his now. Right. The city is mine. That was the song. The city is mine. So, moving right along, Nods was not having it. He came back. Of hmm. course, as he would. Now, they were going tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat for a couple years. They were doing uh, radio interviews, going back and forth, talking about the shits, and, I, I, and they were addressing each other, okay? They're not, they were not... 
holding back. They were addressing each other. Okay? Right. Point Blake. So, moving along in this beef, okay? Jay decides that he wanted to drop a song with Memphis Bleak, I believe. Yes. Turn around, drop the song, and he was this and Nas and this. At the time, Nas's baby mom and Nas, Carmen Bryan, Carmen Bryant were not together. Right. But she was fucking him. She was fucking Jay. Now, she turned around and she told him to chill, like fall back. You know what I'm saying? He drops another diss track. He's not chilling. Right. She calls Nas and was like, listen, I talked to him. He's not fucking chilling. You might as well go to fuck in. And she told him everything that they did together from start the motherfucking finish. As ammo. Right. Which is why Ether outdid everything that he was trying to do. Mind you, Jay dropped multiple diss tracks. And here's the thing. After so many years of shots and subliminals and trying to move friendly but then not, and not to mention Jay used a sample of Nas's song yep. and he wanted to do the video and have Nas re-record his verse and come do the video and Nas wasn't doing it so that added yep. to the fire as well yep. not only with the King of New York competition but there you know more politics behind the scenes and shit like that mm-hmm. and now not to mention there's this woman involved yep and and now she's really stirring the pot stirring it stirring between the two people that should not right at this point. So now she tells him everything from start to finish about everything that's going on between the two of them. So he drops Ether. Mind you, he had to cut Ether at least three times. Because right, because even some the shit label, that he said. Because even the label didn't want certain things and certain things being said. But it wasn't even the label. Right. It was his friends. They were right. like, his no. Were telling him they no. were like, His label no. was telling him no. Everybody was Apparently telling him. Apparently he says something about he was, uh, he was... Upset that Aaliyah went and it should have been Dame in the plane. Yes. Along the lines of that. Okay. So it got heated. So he had to re-record that whole thing. Okay. That was not flying with nobody. And he did speak out later and say that, you know. He felt he was wrong. That when, that he knew he was wrong. But in that moment, he was angry and he, he missed he loves Aaliyah. Right. Always has, always will, because they were even cool back when back when she was alive. So right. there's so he was never saying it in a derogatory manner. Right. But he, he didn't mean it that way, but, but he the way to hurt he came Dame off, it the, was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's so he had to re record. That shit would have rearranged my whole eardrums if I'd have heard that shit. I'd be like He had to re record it. And apparently he actually did freestyle it one night at a concert. He freestyled that line. But moving right along in the beef. Not okay. But so, that pretty much knocked over every other diss did. track, including Takeover, including the other subliminal diss track that's featured it at the matter. end of his of his MTV of his MTV Unplugged. Because y'all can go back to Jay Z's album, go find the bonus track on there. Yep. So he that went ahead and he dropped Ether, best diss track ever, which is the best diss track in history. First Period. Of all, he fucking ruined him. Niggas, niggas use the niggas use the term. I mean, the song title "Ether" as a way to like make it a verb. Like, nigga, if you about to diss him, you better ether him. Like, you right. better point of right. no return. Like, the story of Adidon is considered the ether of this generation right. as of right now. Like, until somebody come out with something harder than that, 
I'm sorry. And even looking at it when <laughs> Remy dissed Nikki, she thought Nikki shit. She come on now. She had to, uh, and, and I mean that shit was hard too. It I, was hard too, but it was pulled crazy. from either. Okay, so at the end of the day, that shit went fucking stupid. The way it came on, fuck Nikki Minaj. I said, oh okay. shit, just like fuck Jay Z, and Yo, he said it. He didn't give a fuck. So fun fact: first time Jay Z and his camp heard that, they were walking into a club. Yes, and they were playing it like literally that part. That as part, he's walking fuck in, Jay Z, as he's walking in. That's what? first time he heard the song. Oh shit! So <laughs> my let us know how y'all feel about Where this shit. Drinking? Okay, we we give y'all some shit about this. Like we trying some shit right now. We trying to bring y'all up on some history here. So then turn around, okay, and woo, Jay dropped super ugly, which was garbage. Compared but, to Ether. But he did say some really, he really some rather salacious shit, shit about But Carmen. it was overall garbage. I mean... And a lot of people from that time, and I've listened to their interviews, a lot of people from that time who were actually around said that a lot of people were booing that shit. A lot of people were Ooh. like, this trash? He decided to come with this after this? So at that time... A lot of people was looking at it like, oh, you, you want some shit. You feel me? Hey, cuz. So at the time, people was looking at it like, oh, Jay-Z come back with super ugly. Like, are you serious? So at that time, people were like, all right, he said some ignorant shit. But he decided to come back with this. But Ether is, ooh. And there is a radio interview that jay-z did with angie martinez after he dropped super ugly and his camp told him not to drop that shit by the way okay because they felt as though that shit was garbage okay and he dropped it any damn way okay which is why he lost that shit okay so he decided to drop that shit anyway and when he went on to the Angie Martinez show, everybody started to sound like he was about to fucking cry when he was talking about releasing it and he felt like he shouldn't have released it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then moving on to another ep- and at that in that interview, he had apologized to Nas and Carmen and said that he did it because his mom called up to the show and told him to apologize. But Nigga, are you dumb? Are you dumb? But like Nas, what did you apologize for? But Nas, I mean, but Nas accepted the apology. He said that he respected it because he was like, you know what? At the end of the day, when your mom's got to step in and Mm -hmm. tell you some shit, Mm -hmm. you gotta listen. You gotta do. You gotta do what she says. Yep. Like that's mom. So he said he respected it. But you cannot find that radio interview. And if you do, send it to the podcast. Please do, because I need to hear that. So, basically, from then on, you know, there were certain songs on, you know, moving forward, like on the Stillmatic and on the Godson um, album, like the song Made You Look, Let's Be Real. We and all Who kn- Shot You? Let's Be Real. We knew when we heard those songs that oh, those weren't just regular shit. songs. No, 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 no. Made You Look, Baby. Oh, yeah. Or, shit. Who Shot You? Yeah. That's the same thing. No. No. Because in the course it says, they shooting all made you look. You just slave to a page in my rhyme book. Who shot you? It's by Biggie. 
Or are you talking about another song that's on the same album as that song? I'm confused now. Nigga, y'all dropping in the comments? Nigga, shut up. Anyway, she tripping right now, y'all. All right, so uh, the song made you look. We all knew when we heard that shit that was not just a regular rap song. We all knew what that was. Yeah. But moving forward, you know, the you know, beef pretty much started to die down because Nas had other things in his personal life, like you know, like his, his mother mom having, had having passed. cancer, yep. and she ended up passing from it. So he pretty much took a seat back because he he needed time. So from there, it pretty much died down, and then Jay Z ended up you know doing his own thing up, up and working with R. Kelly on that. BS damn album and tour. Which is a whole nother situation and we'll get into that in another throwback That might Thursday. be another episode of What's Beef to be honest with Listen. you. That was a good little interesting story and yeah. I would like to get into If y'all want to know about the Jay-Z and R. Kelly beef <laughs> just leave it comment in the comment box below. below. Send or hit me up on social media however you can you know hashtag me What's Beef hashtag everything that. is everything and I'll keep it rocking and rolling with y'all but just so you guys know long story short to wrap it all up short term Nas won the battle, but ultimately Jay won the war. Yeah, because Jay's his mainstream kept going. popularity ended up going further and further than that, and expanding higher than Nas's did. His albums fell off a little bit. I won't bit. say why I feel that that is. We're not going <laughs> to talk on about the podcast. that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Not now. <laughs> but Jay Z ended up, you know, ascending into higher positions, such as being the CEO of Def Jam Records and bringing out people you such as Rihanna. J. Cole, all of that, things of that nature. So it pretty much worked out for him in the end. Um, and I mean, to you know, they ended up making up and forgiving each other and moving forward. They've even worked on some new music, like on some music. Which together, was like, shocking the for the goddamn culture to see. Like, but beautiful but as awesome hell as because hell. I'm so glad to report that at the end of this beef, nobody died. Nobody got shot. Which is awesome. None of that shit. Hey, some words were exchanged. That's the sport of it all. Yep. And that is real beef. And that's how you're supposed to carry it. Okay. And it's legendary. Most of these beefs that motherfuckers is having now will not be remembered in a year. But something like this, we still mention to this day, and it's almost 20 years gone. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> so with that being said, y'all, thank you for joining me on this mini segment of What's Beef. And thank you for kicking it with me during the throwback, th- you know, during the throwback Thursday segment. Yeah. I, I appreciate you. I love you. I'm here for you guys. You know, one love. R.I.P. Nip. Yeah. We're going to keep it moving with the drama tease and beefs because I want to see what this shit hit for. All right. Yes. I'll catch y'all in a minute. Bye. Let's do it. Hey, y'all. We, we are back. back. What you mean? What's good? Dramaties and beefs. Okay, we got. Shit was hitting for. Listen, we got some shit. We just gonna dive right into it. We not gonna keep y'all waiting. First of all, now we gotta talk about. (sighs) Everybody, we gonna talk about Jeff Epstein. Oh, you wanna bring this up first? And how he committed suicide. You wanna bring this up first? Oh, she bold as shit, y'all. Okay, now let's go. Allegedly. He committed suicide. And okay. that's what I'm saying. Um, for everybody who may not know exactly who we're referring to or what or what the situation is, Jeffrey Epstein... Jeff Epstein, I'm sorry. Jeff Epstein was an alleged child trafficker for a lot of various high-profile celebrities and people in power. And it was reported that he was actually about to release the names of a lot of his biggest clients, actually all of them. He was going to release his entire black book and he was arrested, you know, and shortly afterwards he's found dead of suicide in his jail cell. 
but apparently he wasn't on suicide watch or he was or he was t- and, and he was taken off allegedly the stories are conflicting and changing and we'll keep you guys posted with that y'all let us know what y'all think i'm about in the to comments find this, below I'm about because to find we're not gonna say too much but we y'all y'all know what we thinking and y'all let us know what you thinking in the comments below and everybody who knows me knows what i'm going to be doing tonight with my free time studying now moving, moving right along now jay-z and the nfl okay let's just break this down for a quick second i want to give everybody the literal definition and then we're going to do our definition sound good okay so right right but we're not going to speak on that i don't even mama you you Mama, you can slide in our DMs. You can slide in our DMs. <laughs> we gonna we talk. Even... We gonna call you after the show. We got you, baby. We got you. We got you, cause you know I'm 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 about to get on my job. But going back to this topic really quickly, for everybody who doesn't know the official status of what we're talking about, because a lot of people are saying different things about it. Jay Z announced a well, it was announced that Jay Z and the NFL are going to have a partnership where he will be um where they will be launching a social justice and music campaign or initiative whatever you want to call it and refer to it and he will also be an executive producer of the super bowl um halftime show next year so he'll be a consultant with that and you know helping them with whatever acts or whatever the case whatever the fuck is supposed to be going on with that that is the literal definition now time for the real nigga definition i don't fucking agree so what understanding is but I there's something going on with the money well hold on because i i i don't understand how you feel as though you need to do this being as though you have as much money as you have now hold on you don't second. need to do now, this now hold on just a second i did speak with somebody earlier who i i i'm, I'm not gonna lie guys i really don't trust this no I, I, no i don't trust them i trust jay and whatever he wants to do because i know that he's probably going into this wanting to do it for the culture because let's be real jay doesn't need a goddamn thing from anybody he's a fucking you said no to the super bowl they, they need, need you. you you don't, don't need them right which however, was your words however not anybody else however, was your however, words however a lot of people however a lot of people have been saying that they feel as though this may be an attempt for him to try to change or shift some things from within since he'll be moving in partnership with them his opinion will fucking matter his his backing will fucking matter he thinks but again i agree with you but again this his is, opinion matters i've i spoke with different you people about this so that we could come and talk to this and you know have different points of view even if we can't you're have still a right here you're still a nigga I don't necessarily agree. Okay, all of you guys in the live, hold on just a quick second. We'll be right back with you. Stay yes, there. We'll, stay we'll be in right the back live, with you. Okay, because okay. it's ending in about 10 seconds. So, yeah. You know, it'd be having its little hour thing. Yeah. So, just, just stay right there. Okay. Just stay right there. We'll be right back with We're you guys. We're coming not even right back deep. in. Don't trip. Okay, because we have to talk about this. Don't trip. This is a lot. Don't even it's a trip. Lot. Okay. So Jay Z with this whole NFL thing, I'm not, I'm not trusting. I'm not trusting them. I don't trust them. I don't Again. trust. I don't trust that. I love Jay. I love Jay. I'm here for Jay, but I don't hey. trust them. I just don't. I Guys. don't. I don't trust the NFL at all. And then not only that, but you're standing behind Ka- Colin Kaepernick for all this time, and Cap and still ain't got a job. He still ain't got but a job. You but you, with these niggas. 
The fuck? The elephant in the room. Are we not going to we'll speak on this? We'll keep you guys it? posted on this whole story. Because I don't want to get too hot about it. No, now, wait. Floyd Mayweather coming at 50 Cent. Bro. This <laughs> man... Did he really get on my nerves, y'all? He really got on my nerves. Oh, I'm not even gonna oh lie. Oh my god! But Floyd's pettiness, I'm here for. He roasted the hell out of him. He came at him over his deal with the liquor that had the chess piece on it. He said, "50, you ain't cashing out, baby. You ain't making no money, he baby." At, he came at his effing vodka, <laughs> um, his effing juice, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, word. They can't. Floyd came at every goddamn thing. He said, "Nigga, you just you just lose at everything. You you can't even beat Kanye in a record sale race." Remember when they both dropped the album on the same day and Kanye outsold him by a massive amount? Well, duh. And that was the album that had like we always do it this time. Um, I, yeah. go, um, I mean, of course I it was gonna outdo shine. Fifty. I don't care. Nothing I don't even remember. I don't even sky. remember a song that came out from Fifty's album that dropped. Yeah, I don't remember shit except for me. I take you to the candy shop. Oh wait, shop. no, I'm lying. I do know one song that came. I do know what song that came from that album. I get money. money. I, I get money. I, I, I get, can't even lie. I, get, I know that song. I get, I get, I get money. I, money, I, get, I, get, I get it. it. Uh, that was my. Uh, yo, uh, I get it. That was my. What? What? Work? Some say no. Right. That was my shit. <laughs> But that's the only song I remember from that album. That's only because I just remember that it was like 2007-ish. Yeah. That's what it took for me to remember that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Floyd 50, came at his whole jugular. If y'all want to know what Floyd said go about to the 50, shade room. Go to I the shade even, room. Because they... they you, you, you know they had They it, okay? said that shit. Because he posted that shit bright and early and woke my mans up on that shit. So, yeah. I don't even know Now, how Summer Bunny versus Lyrica and A1. Okay? Hey, guys. In the live... Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about Summer Bunny and A1. So for all y'all that don't know, it's a lot of tea behind Summer Bunny. So let's get into it. Because Summer Bunny's apparently best friends with Faith Rogers, who was also the, the bitch fuck out of here. who was talking about R. Kelly gave her herpes and she was with him at 17. Now moving right along. Summer Bunny was fucking around with A1 behind Lyrica's back and was talking all kinds of shit on live. Okay, talking about the shit, talking about A1, and talking about how her nigga could never wear fingernail polish, and I'm with you, sis, on that. But, moving right along, okay, now, oh my God. A1 decided that he didn't want to say nothing, but Lyrica decided that she wanted to clap back. She said she A1 needed to shit. get this bitch, and she was not fucking playing with it. But at the same time, Lyrica, didn't you step out too? You wanted to see what Safari did. Right. I'm about to say, I don't believe what (laughs) nobody say, including her. I believe she tasted that shit. I believe Safari. She tasted that shit. I'm sorry, that nigga wouldn't lie about this bitch trying to suck his dick. I'm sorry. Listen, and yes, I fucking said. All I know is it's a whole lot, a whole lot of we gonna keep y'all. We're still not done with this shit, and we're not done. Okay, now. Nikki versus Trina and this whole situation her team we her have team. to address her but team, first starting her and, off her team because her and Trina have said that they have no beef at all whatsoever so it's Nikki right. and Trina versus Trina's fucking team right they beefing with her team right 
So starting off with the Hot Girl Summer track. Now y'all let us know what y'all thought about that Hot Girl Summer song. Now how I personally feel about it is how long, if you're an active listener to this goddamn podcast, how long have we been saying that Nicki needed to work with another female motherfucking rapper? Don't worry, y'all wait. If you're a loyal listener, you should it's know this been, answer. It's been a long time. It's been since we started we this shit. We shouldn't have let listen no seriously we've been talking about that shit okay fact nikki's never worked with another female rapper okay not directly not directly now you finally worked with trina trina and you worked with megan the stallion but here's what was not that picks though let me say that though awesome picks picks, smart business-wise okay now nikki's a smart-ass businesswoman we can never take that from fact. her. Very no. fucking smart, okay? She's a boss. She know what she's doing. With right. Sm- most of the fucking time. Right. She's a smart businesswoman. Nicki Minaj very smart businessly. So she knew that doing a song with Megan Thee Stallion after talking to her on live, this would give her another boost. Motherfuckers yeah, wouldn't be on this Nicki hate train. Nicki don't want to work with other female rappers, all that other bullshit. So she decided to jump on the bandwagon and do what she needed to do for her bit for her brand. Okay, to save herself. Okay. And also as a smart ass business move because Meg is motherfucking popping. Meg yes. is a real lyricist. Okay. Yeah, Megan's hot out here. So she hopped on the track with Megan. How I personally feel about the track is it was cute. It's something I would shake my ass to if it's girl not something in the car. I would shake my ass to, and that's no. what everybody's problem is. No, if no, if, if we, I'm not in the shaking car, my ass I'm to like, that. Oh, all right, you feel me? Hey, how I'm a bop to that. But it's a different. I need something. It should have been ratchet. A hot girl summer bitch. I should have been. It should have been ass all over the and fucking place. If you place. want to use the real ass bitch, give a fuck, about it. Why is why are we not getting a twerking vibe with that? Because and the problem is, is you put motherfucking Ty Dolla Sign why on a hot girl summer track. Well, he a female and we don't know. And why do y'all keep sprinkling this nigga on heat just on every track? Just like dusting a little Ty Dolla Sign, a little Salt Bay Ty Dolla Sign here and there. I'm done. Well, you could have got Ariana Grande for all we gave a fuck. You could have got Tinashe. Been whole, it should have been Tinashe. It should have been we Nasty Nashe. Should have been Nasty Nashe. We're Tinashe. But if we talking about Hot Girl Summers, okay, it should have been a female on that motherfucking track. On Ty Dolla Sign was just salt bait on that motherfucker. And I was not here do. for it. Yeah, I said it. Y'all I wasn't here for it. Why is he on a Hot Girl Summer track? Is he a horror? Is he a hot girl? It's like finding a man in the goddamn girl's bathroom. What the hell are you doing in here, sir? Get out. No boys allowed. Ty, Ty, get your ass out of here. Get the fuck out. Trying to get into the girl's bathroom. Get, get out of here. You can't join our bathroom Wrong bathroom. You can't sit with us. Get the fuck out. I'm just confused on how Ty Dolla Sign got on the track. The door. Why is there a man on the track? This is a hot girl summer. My ass should have been shaking from here to here. My ass should have been shaking all around this motherfucking room to hot girl summer. I'm in a whole relationship and I should have felt like I didn't have a whole hot girl summer. You feel me? Hello. It should have been ratchet. That song should be something ratchet to where every time I play it in the house, my boyfriend wants to fucking throw me through a wall. (laughs) 
Like, bitch, that's you the vibe. Bitch, you play this Hell yeah. Like, yes, that's the vibe Real that I should have got. Because he makeup. hates that song. He hates that song. He hates Big Old Freak. All of them. Listen, those are hot girl summer tracks. If she would have dropped Big, Big Old Freak as a hot girl summer track, that would have been even better. What you mean? Listen. Like, you, what? I was here. I felt like the song was cute. Moving along cute. in this beef. Now. How I felt about them being on live, it was a, it was some side eyes going on. If y'all really paid attention if to this live, you know what to look for when it comes to watching body how, language, especially with Nicki Minaj of all people. Mm. If you don't know how to read Nicki Minaj's body language, then you don't know shit about how these celebrities do their interviews and do their pu- public appearances. And before. not even that, but Meg was given a couple side eyes too. But Meg was dead. Like you could tell when Meg's mood shifted. Like you oh, could yeah. literally see that shit oh, yeah. instantly. When because Nikki, the shade was being thrown out for. there. The shade was salt being on there. The shade was right. out there, and people was not Nikki's trying to get it because they were so gung ho. They were kind of like Meg, just happy to be here. And I kept saying that the whole time that we've been talking about this. That's been my number one line. And I love Meg. Y'all know I love, love her. Meg. To death. Y'all know I want to. Y'all know I want to meet Meg so bad. But but. When it came to the situation with Nikki, I felt like you were just happy to be here. Happy and, to be here. You know, certain things that she said and the way that she moved with you, I feel like you wouldn't let nobody the fuck else pull that shit off. So why no. would you let her? I, don't, I I didn't agree with that shit. Yeah. Especially when she said, I'm not I'm not going to drive the boat. You're going to drive the boat for the And queen. then you're talking Bitch, about something. No, you're not a drunk knows. hot girl, but you're trying to get her drunk. No, so everybody's right. calling sabotage. And I felt that way too. Regina George type shit. And yeah. I didn't like that. Mean girl type and, shit. And I didn't like how she tried to say that, that her mixed Moscato was some supreme things compared to the fact that Megan walks around with a bottle of Douce every fucking where. Don't do that. I don't see people don't drinking that. mixed Moscato. I'm gonna just say but that. But I see people but talking about along. but I see people talking about trying to drink some Douce. Alright. Now moving along in this whole beef because Trina's team felt the way because as y'all know the song Baps was dropped. Now I was whole here for it. Yeah. I was whole here for it just for the simple fact of the movie. Is one of my favorite movies. Right. So the fact that they were actually doing a song called Baps was just incredible. And that they were doing it together was awesome. Right. Okay. But the fact that the songs themselves, when I listen to Baps, that, it was poop to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I love, I love them both. I love them the both, song, but Nikki's verses what, sounded Nikki's like Nikki, and I fucked with that. Both songs were hot. Yes. Hot Girl Summer and on Baps. Yes. Hot. She fucked it up. But the rest of the song on Baps... I love you, Trina, but that was not... If we had the flush effect. Um, I had was the fart effect. So, yeah, I was... <laughs> I'm sorry, Trina. I love you, Mama, but that song was garbage. It was not Nikki, good Nikki tried to, to be a Baps Nikki tried to song. save it. But yeah, yeah, she tried to save it. She tried to revive it, you know. Clear. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. I'm done. Straight the fuck and up. I'm bad we she ch- I had no idea she, she was gonna do that. I'm done. <laughs> that was awesome. But no, seriously, she she literally tried to help her and. What happened was on some business shit. Now this I could understand. Nikki didn't even get paid for that feature. She did Nikki that as a didn't favor. get paid for so the feature. Okay. And two, there was not a budget to do this video. Right. There wasn't a budget set in place and for that's things the to be one taken thing that care Nikki of. Always ask people. Right. They as work far as stylists, as far as makeup, as far as the location, as far as the travel, as far as shit like that. 
There was not a budget set up. There was not things set up because Trina is an independent artist, if y'all don't know. So everything's coming out of pocket. She don't have a machine. She don't have a record label behind her. Right. Which is a good thing because these record labels only fuck you in the ass. Okay. With no but lube. With no lube. Okay. Just straight... Straight in there with and it. They don't even leave no money on the nightstand. When they Never die. leave money on the nightstand. You're if anything, broke. You're in debt. You're broke. You're in okay, debt. Okay, so you're MC Hammer, out this bitch. But at the end of the day, everything's coming out of <laughs> everything's coming out of pocket. So Trina's team did not have a budget set up or a Nicki Minaj budget set up for a good video for this to Ooh. turn out to be what it needed to be for the type of song that they were trying to put out. So, at the end of the day, this was some business shit. And Nikki had been hit. This was a song that was done two years ago. Nikki had been hitting her up two years ago. Right. And, and for two years about this entire situation. Right. So, she, to be honest, she was right. You don't but, got the budget set up. What the fuck right. am I here for? We just happy to be here? Right. So, then after, you know, so then after, you know, the lives started to, you know, be made public and the wave started to be made and the song was announced and the video was announced, members from Trina's team, such as her cousin Bobby Lights and her A&R manager, Funky Dineva, Bobby, they began to speak entirely out of term in regards to Nicki Minaj. Y'all know Trina could talk for herself. And and she did just that. She went right on live and she said exactly what she needed to say. She could talk for her good goddamn self. She don't need to put the peanut gallery. She don't. I be feeling like she getting ready to whoop everybody at. Listen, because at the end of the day, y'all call and the I problem for them. For her, she is a legend in this game, no yes, doubt. She is, no doubt. Undisputed. So at the end of the day, you're causing problems for her, and she don't need that type of energy. Y'all bringing not a negative all. energy to her that is not conducive to her brand. Right. At the end of the day, y'all doing too fucking and much. And helping her bank flow. If y'all trying to help her, help her set this motherfucking video up. Y'all that motherfucking mad? Where's the money for the budget? And do y'all forget that all of this pays your bills as well? Okay. Since you work for her? Let's get it together, sis. And Bobby, I'm gonna need you to have a tall glass to shut the fuck up in the words of my baby lovely T because I am sick to death. I am sick to death of every time that we see you, you're just flapping off your fucking gums like a goddamn walrus. With these extra drawn on ass eyebrows and I said it. it. and you're super Grand Theft Auto Vice City looking ass fucking hair. I cannot. Yes, I said it. I am tired. We gonna move shit. along before we Ooh. fire him the fuck up. Now, just to wrap this shit up because my girl just hilarious. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not done. Oh no, this is gonna go when you played yourself. Oh no, 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 no. This is gonna go when okay, you played yourself. Okay, okay. So, just to wrap it up because my girl just hilarious. She fucked up. We got to talk, guys, because y'all know we she are fair. She slightly played herself. Y'all know we are not biased. We are fair. Right. She slightly played herself, but we got to, we got to talk about it. We love Jess Hilarious around here. Like, I watch her every motherfucking day. Like, I love Jess Hilarious. And when but we, and when this you do was it, an epic fuck we up. We praise you. When you fuck up, you We got to talk about We're it. We're fair with Meek. We're fair with every other star that we We're love. fair with Nikki. We're fair with Nikki. So we well, got she right, be, she right, so shit. We, so the, the, the only person we not fair with 
and he don't deserve to be fucking fair with is the pissy pie piper and, uh, and fuck his on you fuck fairness now you know so let's get into this and let's yeah. talk about our homegirl and let's see what we can try to come across yeah as because guys. let's see what we can do she tried it let's talk about this okay thing. trusting monice okay now if y'all don't know these are love um jess hilarious is a instagram comedian monice is a woman that plays on Love and Hip Hop. She's Lil Fizz's baby mom. April Jones is Omarion's baby mom. Okay. Keep up with me. Omarion, Fizz, part of B2K. B2K. Bump, bump, the fuck bump. Okay, now. For everybody who was, <laughs> who was not putting all the right pieces together. Now. April apparently is fucking with Lil Fizz. After all the time of saying that they're just best friends. Moniece called it out first. She okay. did. And we told y'all first when she did it. Now, this is a little bit of an accept, uh, obsession with your baby dad. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't been together for so fucking long. Your child, like, 10 years the fuck old. And you're sitting here still worried about who he's fucking. That's a problem for you. But. Okay, now. But, on the flip side, I see why out. she is concerned about it, though. Because her child is close to a woman mo- that's out here on IG Live showing her poom poom to everybody talking about what niggas. April. Yeah, and so not just now that. she's fucking your dad. Not just that. I gotta be concerned. But her kids call his dad uncle. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so, so it, it's just weird. So that, to me, I feel like Monice is right for speaking out about this on the mother's standpoint because y'all are doing some real fucked up shit but in front of our kids. But to be honest, it's not about her being a mom at all. Right. She keeps talking about it's about Cam. It's about right. Cam. But of course, it's her about Cam. Otherwise, I'm just but saying it's everything really about that is type of life. about Fizz. And it shouldn't be. Period. And it shouldn't be. You ain't fucked that dick in so motherfucking long, but yet you're worried about it. You're fucking a whole bitch, but yet you're worried about it. We're not understanding what's going on with you, sis. You're all over the motherfucking place. Okay. Right. But it is a concern there when you got this woman that's on IG Live flashing her poom poom talking about it's fat and it's skinny and as fuck. And naming all the men who ran up in it. talking about how many dudes she fucked for a check around your son. You gotta be concerned. Now that's a concern. You got, I, shit, I'm concerned. I was ready, I was ready to call Child Protective Services. The fuck? <laughs> now, Jess Hilarious, going back to how she got tied into this shit, she turned around and was talking mad shit about April. Because talking they about are, how they were friends. She, yeah, they, because they were friends and they had a little falling out, okay? And because they hadn't talked in months, she felt like they weren't going to talk again. She decided to talk to Monice and tell Monice everything about their motherfucking business that she motherfucking knew, which was a wrong motherfucking move. If you was going to talk about her, talk about her with your motherfucking people. People don't talk about her with an enemy of her just in case y'all motherfucking make up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. talks shit about their friends if they're not friends right now. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, when y'all get back, if you're going to tell them you talk shit, you then okay, that's the realness. But at the end of the day, if you're not talking... If you're talking to a motherfucker that's literally their enemy, they don't need to trust you. And, and that's then, just real. Not only that... The shit that you were saying, and not only were there text messages, she was saying there it. were voice messages, which means there is no Nine. denying it. Because just you have one of the most distinct voices I've ever and fucking heard in yourself. my goddamn life, and she said it herself on the live that she did with April. She knows she has a distinct ass voice, so right. she knew that she couldn't lie and deny that that was her and saying she everything tried that she to said. Clean it up. Oh, uh, I, I said so that. Da, da, da. But right after the live said, hung up with her, though, you called her another hoe. But and right. she is out here flashing her pussy out on IG Live. So but I everything you said was facts. At, but I will say this: 
for that to be your friend and you say all that shit, especially the fact that you mentioned my kids, my parenting, my baby father, and the nigga that I'm dealing with right now, you mentioned all of this shit and you're talking about my shit? Oh, you fucked up, baby. You gotta run me this fair one. Yeah, you fucked up. Period. Because you mentioned our kids. Yep. That, that's at that part, at that part, that's where we have officially nothing else to discuss. You mentioned yep. my child. You mentioned my parenting skills. You gotta see me on this one. Especially yep. as a real woman and you have a child to goddamn self. Don't me this. Oh yeah, Throw we're done. Throw me this one, baby. And now they're trying to be cool, gung ho. And it don't look like it's real. It don't look. It don't look real. It don't look real at all. Because everybody who know how how us East Coast women get down versus the Midwestern women in the M- or Western women or, or the we real over here. We don't give fuck shit. And it just just not gonna be with that shit. No. And I mean, she was wrong. You fucked up, Mama. Yeah. But we're not gonna say her neck like these other two bitches are fucking innocent. They got themselves. Sure they are. Everybody in the whole situation is fucked up. But you take the ultimate L this week. Yep, because you was you was voice recorded. You should have never did that. Friend. Yep. She considered you her best friend, apparently. Yep. So that maybe you fucked up. Well, how do y'all feel about this shit? Let us know what y'all think about all this motherfucking drama. Because I'm telling y'all, it's a lot. When I tell y'all, we got something fun and interesting planned for you. Now you played yourself. We'll be wrapping it up. Stay tuned. We see y'all in this motherfucking live hanging in there with us. We love y'all. Yes, we love y'all. y'all get your ones. snacks. Get your drink. Get your blunt. We wrapping it up. We got y'all. And for everybody on the podcast, stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We are back. Back when you played yourself. Wrapping it up, okay? Yeah. Next week, we'll be back with our co-host. We will have our sound. And the sound effects. We'll have more freaking businesses to shout out we'll have a whole lot a whole lot of for y'all next week so we hope that y'all appreciate everything that we're doing keeping this show rocking and rolling for y'all even without our other co-hosts in our normal location yes we love you guys so much we miss the location and we miss our co-hosts so let's get into this you played yourself now wendy williams admits she knew about her ex-husband cheating bitch so you out here crying for nothing Womp womp the fuck womp, you big ass linebacker. Get the fuck out of here, okay? You fucking played yourself. Bitch, you do the whole much. Just when time. you had us all fucking sympathizing and really feeling bad, and don't get me wrong, I do think it's fucked up that your husband had a baby on you and had this whole other life and all this shit. But if you knew, bitch, dime, why the fuck is you out here you crying? Knew, which I'm sure you fucking knew because you because you saw them fucking bank statements. Because let's be real, I knew you were paying his fucking bills, bitch. Why are you crying? The fuck? Suck it up, Sandy. Now, moving right along. Now, Winter... I'm, I'm sorry, Sweetie. So, Sweetie, let's talk, sis. Okay, let's nobody talk, wants an Ice Girl winner. Okay, so let's talk about this little... Stop scene. trying to ride a bandwagon. Stop trying to ride dick. Yeah, so apparently this online hip-hop magazine... Uh, asked, winner. Asked, um asked Megan Thee Stallion what we were doing as far as the winter time because you know that last winter when she dropped her Tina Snow project that was her winter alter ego right so people were wondering is 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 Tina Snow coming back like what's happening we need Tina Snow we have been standing at attention for hot girl summer so what are we doing for the winter time we need a snowcation what's up we need a snowcation so Weedy took it upon herself to retweet this question and reply with the comment saying I got y'all and as you guys know she we didn't ask you as you guys (laughs) the fuck as you guys know, she dropped her project called Icy not too long ago with the song My Type and all of that. Chili more it's like it. Girl. <laughs> we ah, it. She ain't even chili, bitch. We got Rosanda. She's still alive and kicking. Stop playing with me. Rosanda Thomas ain't nowhere to fuck missing. She alright. She's still it. chili out this bitch. 
Listen. Mm. But the internet responded, and the first comment <laughs> was a comment that I would have said, and you know me. The comment was, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> nobody. Nobody asked you. That sounds like some shit I would have said, but I but it wasn't me, y'all. It wasn't me. Let's but that's see. some shit I would have said. Keep it the fuck cute and keep it on mute. Now, Joe Budden... And we had to Minaj. save you for last. Okay. Oh, oh give me a damn. Second. I Wait, gotta Nikki... grab some shit. Wait, Nikki does. This is... Damn, Nikki does have to share the crown with him as King Bonehead of the Week. Oh, King Dickhead, more like it. Damn. Listen. Damn, I almost forgot, Nikki. Damn. That's quite unfortunate. No. That is quite unfortunate. Y'all knew we were going to talk about this shit. So, I guess we might as well get on into the story of okay, Joe okay. Budden and, and how Nicki he's a Minaj. fucking dickhead. <laughs> he's yes. a fucking noodle. Okay. So, let's start. I just we? needed to get a little bit of water. Okay. So, let's get into it. Now, Joe Budden is stupid. <laughs> I mean, we all know that, but let's... First and foremost, you decided that you wanted to go at Nikki. You're stupid. But the thing is, Joe really wasn't coming at her. It was more so of Nikki directly coming for him. Yeah, she came for him. Husky. Period. Okay? You lied on me. You said this. You said that. Motherfucker, that was good. Now... And she confronted him in person because he did come right. to Queen Radio. So, this was a live interaction. And that apparently, you all right heard. after she was going to his show. And she did go. And she did go. Now, it was a whole lot because he said, what, what, what made spiraled so out, of, out of control with the whole interview was the fact that he said, don't act like you ain't never popped nothing. And she said, stupid motherfucker, when did I say that? You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. She called him a dumb fuck like 18 times. Okay, and And then she said, you want to be dumb? You cut his motherfucking mic. Hey, yo, that's my new saying. Cut that nigga mic. Cut his fucking mic. Hey, yo. You she talk cut him the fuck off so smooth. Bruh. You ain't hear Joe Biden the rest of the motherfucking show. Cut that nigga mic. I'm cut sorry. his mic. That was a beautiful moment in black girl excellence getting a nigga in check because joe budden is the king of trying to corner a woman or back anybody into wall whom he thinks he can like that time he tried to check Lil yachty and on his that. podcast and she snapped and she said Lil yachty did try it yeah he did try it no yeah he did yeah. Try it. he did try and come at Lil yachty mm -hmm. so it's like you know what for you to try this with everybody else because they're not gonna say nothing back to you guess what you met your match i got you what's up right and, and she that's shot the, him that's all the, the way Nikki that up. i respect that's the side of Nikki that i respect yeah but she gets King where as well. she also fucked up was has hashtag she used the hashtag black girl, girl tragic. tragic now if you guys don't know that's a real fucking hashtag and not and a funny one it's for black families who have lost a family member tragically it's a whole twitter page and everything so a simple google would have done we live in a smartphone era. And none of y'all choose to fucking use them. For the right reasons, anyway. So, she turned around and she started that because she was talking shit about how 
Joe Budden was lying on her. She was calling it black girl tragic, blah, 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 all that shit. The Nikki hate train, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Yeah, she tried to make it sarcastic and make it funny. And that was a really bad move. That was, that's not cool. And then your response to it is what earns you your king Was black girl crown. tragic? She don't give a fuck. And she said it. That to me, because to me, honestly, there's a way to do things. You could have simply said, listen, I was trying to be, so. I, listen, I do not apologize for any of my animosity towards him or anything that I said towards right. him. But I do apologize for using that hashtag. That right. was out of taste. That was out of character. Then also taking something that we made but I still so said what positive I said about this in man. black girl magic and, and flipping it into something derogatory. So derogatory. Right. It's kind of like, damn, we can never have nothing. This is how it's always going to be. Every time we make something so positive for ourselves, this is how it's going to be. Somebody's going to want to take it to be And somebody be in a position that can keep that train going as far as black girl magic, you decide to tear it down. Like... Good job. And I believe you've used the shit before. So with that being said, okay, congratulations, Nikki. You, you played, played yourself. yourself, and you haven't been in this. And you haven't been in this segment in quite a while. So welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. And all it took was you not being fucking smart enough to use goddamn Google. You know, I'm proud of us because this whole freaking time we called her Nikki and not the bird. Pat on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over this shit. <laughs> well, guys, we hope, y'all get, <laughs> we hope y'all enjoyed tonight's show, okay? As usual, you can always follow me at Love Niana on all my social sites. Except for Facebook, you can follow me at Niana Karima. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. you can follow me on YouTube at Love Niana. I got new YouTube videos coming for y'all in the up-and-coming week. Okay, eyebrow tutorial and every motherfucking thing, baby. Also, you can always, always, always follow the Storytime Village for all your storytime needs. More videos yes. coming on that channel, too. Yeah. And you already know that you can follow me on IG and other social platforms at DevonTai147. DevonTai147. And yeah. DevonTai147 and on Facebook at DevonTaiana. And with that being said, y'all can follow our co-hosts at Sadie's Benz and at Treyway215 underscore underscore underscore. Hashtag the Kennedys 2K19. Yeah. We love you all. Happy birthday once again to Ermius Joseph Ashgadam. Yeah. Neighborhood Nip, Nipsey Hustle, Nip the Great, Nip Nip the Truth. And shout out to all the of y'all that hung continues. in there this whole podcast on the live, on the podcast. We rock with y'all. We yes, fuck with we y'all. Love y'all you Have know? a motherfucking safe weekend, okay? We love you all. We love y'all so much. And we One more time. are out. Everything respect. is everything. Respect, motherfucker.